It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota. <laughs> anyway, Mick, you've promised mm. us for months. You've promised us the yep. man who pulled Big out names. of the Carlton job recently. Big names. Ross Liner, prepared all week for Ross the boss. Got a couple of curly yeah. ones too for Ross. Good. Mick, bring him in. Yeah, I will. So we, we had Ross. <laughs> Ross had to pull out. Couldn't oh, get Ross. Don't worry, I've got a big again. name. I've got a big name. Lockie Neal. Oh, busy week, week for, for Lockie. Lockie. But I nearly had him. He pulled out also. Mm-hmm. Nat Fife. You know, took Zave's job at Chelsea. Yeah. Night, so. <laughs> Zave didn't want him. <laughs> Stephen May. Stephen May would be a good get, wouldn't he? Hamstring cloud. In, in nice the... to know how he is. All good, all good. Paul Adelaide play the Western Bulldogs tonight. Yep. And who better to bring in? A champion of both clubs. And he even yep. played minute amount of games for Fremantle. And here he is. He's a former housemate of mine. Nick Lower, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, Mick. Mate, this is the only way I can get you on the phone. So thank you for having me on. <laughs> it is good uh, to have you on. Now, have you still got that photo of me as your profile pitch in, you know, how you can put a contact in your phone, you attach a photo. Yep. And it was quite the embarrassing, toilet. the one you had of me. Describe it. <laughs> well, it's Mick with his pants around his ankles, sitting on the toilet, oh. and you can guess which one he's doing. Well, <laughs> we can. Bit of both, it, maybe. Bit of both. But Nick, no, yes, Mick, I do. It's um, it's one of my most treasure, treasured photos of you. Wait, so if someone asks you for Mick's number, mm. do you just send the whole contact and make sure the photo goes with it? That's what they get, exactly. That's what they get. But um, very pumped to be on here, guys. Um, I've been part of many teams, and Mick's promised me that now from this Saturday moving forward, I'm, I'm part of your team. So I'm really pumped to be your, your man on the ground here in Sydney. Mate, absolutely love it. And feel for you, lockdown. You've got a fair bit of time up your sleeve. But Mick sent us a couple of dot points that, you know, a couple of personal notes that we <laughs> might not know about you. And the one that really pricked up to me because it was the all-time greatest is the uh, the footy trips, mate. You got to list it off the back end of a footy trip with a year left on your contract. <laughs> Tell me what happened. Oh, mate, if that's the worst one he's told you, I'll probably get out of this pretty well. No, but there's mate... seven points to follow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Mate, it, uh, it was a, oh, well, funny now, not so funny at the time, but uh, Mick and I decided to, to organise our footy trip at the end of 2012 season. Oh, sorry, 13 season, wasn't it, Mick? Or no, you already sacked 12? by 13, mate. <laughs> I was sacked by <laughs> We went for a grand final without you. That's right, just. But, um... We, uh, got, I got the call from Chris Bond to come into the office. We, we, I just signed an extension of my contract, two years. So Beautiful. Did, did, did think it was a little bit odd to get a call from Bondi the day I got back from footy trip. And I turned to Mick and I remember vividly saying, mate, what, do we do anything that bad on footy trip? I, <laughs> I remember getting a few strangers to lock ballers in a cupboard at one point and there were a few other things that went on, but nothing too bad. And ended up rocking into Bondi's office after about an hour and walked in there and there was Ross and Bondi. And I thought, oh, God, this isn't too good. And pay rise, Ross turned, yeah. Pay rise was the first thought that came to my mind. But uh, Ross turned to me and said, "Mate, I'm going to chuck you on the rookie list." I thought, "Oh, gee, mate, I've already done that. No thanks." So after about <laughs> after about an hour of conversation, I, I got up and. Uh, that was the end of my time at the Freo Dockers, unfortunately. But I, I, I did love my time there, as Mick knows. Gee, this segment may be uh, reliving some old wounds then because earlier on today we had a, our quiz mix, very wonderful quiz that he butchers every single week. Worst quiz you'll ever hear. But anyway, we can't give it to him. Yeah, well, you I were listening. Yep, and I, our I contestant heard. from Coogee. Now, what, what happened with your car at the beach? Now, I'm a bit suspicious about Catherine. She sounded a little bit sinister on the phone. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, look, it, it wasn't great. I think I'd only just arrived in person. I'm an Adelaide boy and, and obviously known as the city of churches and it's it's that way because we're all saints and I just, just bought a new car and moved in with Mickey and life was good and we just decided to, to drive the new car down to the beach and Beautiful. had about half an hour on the beach just catching some rays and went back to a jam-packed car park and there was car, car, car 
empty car, car space, car, car, car. And I said to Mick and said, mate, my car's been stolen. And lo and behold, a, a group of about four or five 15-year-olds decided to take it for a joyride. So that was my introduction to Coogee. And, uh, and for, for the rest of the week, that week, Nick was that scared that they had his house key that he had to sleep in my bed? Because <laughs> he was that, beside himself. That's actually a true story. Yeah, Paul and Mandy, our neighbours, uh, helped us out a bit and mm. stood guard out the front. But, yeah, we were a little bit worried there for a they couple did. of days. They did it well. Hey, as is mentioned, you lived in WA for, for two years, lived with me. It was a great experience. Um, but our friendship and our relationship didn't get off to the best of stars, didn't it, on day one of training for you? It did. Well, it did for me, not so much for you. But I don't know, guys. Has Mick told you our best friend story, how we all of a sudden became best friends? <laughs> no, no mate, I haven't it. heard it, but I can't well, wait. <laughs> I'll tell you the short version of it. So back then, and you know, I'm hearing you're not allowed to do this anymore. But we've we all got told to chuck our gloves on and run down to the boxing ring and yep. you know put the fists up. So mm. uh, lucky for me, I got partly with Mick, and we uh, decided to jump in the ring. And uh, unbeknownst to Mick, I, I, I do have an identical twin brother, so we do like to scrap <laughs> one another and just a quick whack to the nose and broke his nose. And, and, and from there, we became best friends. So, uh, <laughs> that was day one for me and, and, and how Mick and I met. So it was onwards and upwards from there. The it, start it's of funny, all good friendships. Absolutely. Off the, uh, all good friendships. Grant Birchall, who retired yesterday after nearly 300 games and four premierships, Bashed me on day one. So it <laughs> must be a thing well, that all footy was, clubs do. I was, I was thinking we obviously can't do it in these strange times. But uh, next time I'm over in Perth, Britain's eight, maybe, uh, maybe I'll get to punch both of you in the face. Well, actually, Brent, <laughs> my mum, my mum, my mum wouldn't like me saying that. So maybe you can punch me in the face. Yeah, so we can all become best friends. Hey, hey, Nick, I find it really interesting. Uh, I saw you and your brother kicking around. We're drafted about the same time. Uh, but your brother went on Big Brother and became a, a, an instant celebrity overnight when Big Brother was humming. And as an identical twin, did you reap the rewards of that at all? Well, it, it was funny timing. People forget that they'd actually played footy because uh, yeah. he didn't last too long. He was in and out of the system pretty quick, unfortunately, due to injuries. But uh, he was quite the handy footballer. But you're right, he... Uh, he sort of shocked us all and rocked up one night home and on TV was Ed on Big Brother. So <laughs> I, I certainly did reap the rewards, Dave. It was, uh, it was just at the back end of my mm. career. I, I just got delisted from uh, the Western Bulldogs as Ed came out of the house. So <laughs> the timing, to be honest, couldn't be better. Yeah, and uh, you thought you'd try, you've tried your hand at a few professions since leaving AFL football, but when Ed was in the Big Brother house, this is pretty embarrassing on your behalf, you became a blogger on Ed's daily experiences <laughs> in the house. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I, I, I didn't run with that as, as an occupation moving forward, but yeah, look, someone had to be an advocate for him. Mum and dad certainly weren't, so... Yeah, it was a bit of a strange time in the lower household. Well, you, did you just write in the blog about the, the love story of him and Jade? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, unfortunately for us, that didn't continue. But, yeah, it was it was quite a scandal. Did you say fortunately and... or unfortunately? Well, <laughs> I'll let you choose. Look, she was a lovely girl, and Ed, Ed had obviously fallen head over heels. But I do remember he, he, he did tell me just before he went in that it was going on. And I, I, I remember clear as day. I said, mate, look, do what you've got to do, but just don't go on that show kissing girls or falling in love. And mm. He obviously didn't take any of that advice. No. Oh, I used to start and watch Big Brother up late, usually the European version, but uh, that was always <laughs> a bit of fun. Hey, Matt, Nick, before we do let you go, mate, it'd be remiss of us not to ask for a tip tonight, being a uh, ex-Western Bulldog and Port Adelaide man. Who wins and why? Oh, look, it's a, it's a tough call. They're both dear to my heart, but I think dogs with Alex Keith out yeah. and uh, you know Cody not playing, it makes it tough. Charlie Dixon's probably the man to stop, but Look to uh, to steal one of Brit's um, terms from from her industry. I think Port probably pit dogs at the post. I reckon. Okay, mate. Uh, all the best to you in lockdown, mate. Nick Lower jumping on. Thanks very much. Uh, 
Mickey Barlow did say off the walls could talk. I wouldn't imagine there would have been much interest in Mick for him, but uh, all the best, mate, and have a good weekend. Thanks for having me on, guys. Wow, last night's footy. The complete opposite to what we just listened to, an absolute flop show. It was. <laughs> but Max Gorn was unbelievable. I don't want to start talking wash-up. So Max grabs it out of the rug. No. In simple terms, Max Gorn's taking the piece off the stage. <laughs> absolutely bang on by Jace Dunstall, Brits. Uh, an absolute avalanche of goals by Melbourne. Dominant, so, so dominant. How did you see it through uh, your eyes last night? I was just so hoping it would be a closer contest. Oh, so was I. I my mm. Maltese were also hoping it would be a closer contest, <laughs> and uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't the case. It was an absolute demolition job by Melbourne. It was incredible to watch the way they played. In in a way, there was a you know it was boring in the sense of it was just all mm. over so early. But uh, gee, they're going to be mighty hard to beat in the Premiership. And I love the fact, Mick, and uh, I'll get your opinion in a second. Is mm. they're not just jam packed full of stars, Melbourne. Like there's five or six players that you could walk down the street of um, Perth today, and you yep. you wouldn't know who they were. Like they just go about their business, do their job. Over yep. in Melbourne, mate, yeah, you know, watching it through the TV. What did you think? Well, and that's why we love role players, and that's why on the Dead yeah. Set Legends, we bring in the role players. No, we're we going do. to talk to Michael Hibbard later from Melbourne, who yep. we're going to have to ask the big questions. He was a late inclusion. Does he hold his spot? All of that no, stuff. Absolutely. We're going, we're no going, changes on that no, last night. 100%. He's, he's in, um, and he plays a really good role. But what they, what they are, Melbourne, is just really suited to the finals style of football. Win the contest. And they're so clean. They are so bloody clean. Yeah. I've got a few mates that are that are mad Melbourne supporters. So have been for, have been for a while. And I'm in a message thread with a couple of them. And I've actually scrolled all the way back this morning. That's why I was a bit late to the studio mm. this morning. Scrolled all the way back 12 months ago. And I'll read you out a little bit of it. They can be a bit parochial and a bit... Um, mm. How a long bit have you scrolled back? So 12 months? Back 12 months. 12 months ago, some of my Melbourne supporters are saying this. Yep, Simon can go. That's Simon Goodwin. <laughs> he can take... He can take Bailey Fritch and Alex Neil Bullen with him. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is the kicker right here. So Bailey Fritch playing very well. Yes, absolutely. Neil Bullen, a, a really good role player. I'm not a big fan of Jake Lever either, he said. And Britt, I'll tell you what, this, this mate of mine is now, you know, he's all aboard, obviously. It's mm. all, you know, nothing should have ever changed. And I love the demons and away they go. But good luck to him. Good luck to him in a couple of weeks. I think I've got about three or four mates that have moved into it with, into a house together because Melbourne are in lockdown. <laughs> and they're just riding out the finals now. Mad Melbourne supporters saying they are. They've been through so much torment they're over the years. They're all mad Melbourne supporters, they are. aren't they? They are absolute diehards. They'll have their cheese boards out today, Mick. Yeah, and we'll have a, have a good discussion around Melbourne. And they're the story of the town at the moment. But what we will do right now, play devil's advocate, the other side of the coin last mm. night, was Geelong. I just want to uh, hear really quickly from their coach, Chris Scott, after the game. I'd hate it to appear uh, like an excuse, but we we're really aware of um, some of the difficulties we, we had, you know, even today and, and over the last couple of weeks, the, probably the last five or six weeks, it feels like we've been plugging gaps a little bit. And as I said before, you when you get to this stage of the year, you really need to be hot and need to have everything up and going. And we just weren't quite good enough to get ourselves in a position where we could play our best footy. And, and, and we obviously came up against a team who was the opposite. Hey, no more focus on any other club across the off-season than Geelong, I think, in mm. terms of last night. What was it, 11 players over 30? We've got to remember, 
Like last night, it was it was a, it was a whitewash. But they get to a prelim final. They're an admirable club. The way they back up and back up and yeah. back up. When is that tipping point coming? Well, that so, graphic how, how do you was feel telling, about? wasn't it? Yeah, when yeah, it had yeah. the eleven players and you had all their ages up on the coverage last night, and they said. When they're going well, you call it experience, and mm. when you're going bad, they're just old. Yeah, no, it's, I, I think, mate, I reckon the tipping point might have been last night. And, and Joel mm. Selwood says it, and he said it multiple times, I'd rather be at a footy club who has a throw at the stumps every single year than chooses to take the easy option and bottom out. And getting to a prelim and a grand final last year as well, and a prelim, I think, the year before, that, like, they, they have done the mm. right thing by their players and the footy club. Imagine being drafted to a club that goes... I know, we're seven or eight years from it. You know, mm. burn seven or eight years of your career. Joel Selwood's super proud um, of, of the team. And I, I do think, though, now, Mick, they've got mm. not many with trade value. Jeremy Cameron, Tom Stewart mm. are their unmovables. And then they're yeah. older, over 30s. No one's probably going to take them. So, and then uh, how, do they balance, how do they balance the discontent from, from some of the younger players that haven't been given opportunity? So, Narkel, Jordan Clark. Charlie comes to all those players that should be the next in. They should be playing round one next year if it's a real rebuild, I suppose, at the Geelong Football Club. Well, there you go. Uh, Mick, you said it well there. Let's get to Dale. Good morning, Dale. How are you, mate? Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, top of the world in here. Uh, did you go to the footy last night? What did you make of it? Yeah, mate. Yeah, what a game. I'm, I'm just thinking, who's who's Nat Fife or Nick Nat Nui? What about Max Gorn? He's mm. the man oh, of the yeah. town, isn't he? Oh, oh wasn't, wasn't he the man? About. And, and yeah. the best thing about Max, too, last night, Dale, was... They weren't goals from the top of the goal square. He did it in every different <laughs> running out of the middle, playing on for a mark, a snap from the boundary. It was exceptional, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he was on fire, wasn't he? Yeah. Did Great. the crowd yeah. just get completely around him? I only was able to watch from home, but what was it like at the ground? Oh, yeah, they had the chant going. They going, Gawney, Gawney. <laughs> Gawney, Gawney. Mate, well done. Thanks for calling in. Royal Show Family Pass is coming your way. All right, Chad from Mandra. Good morning. Oh, Chad, are you there? G'day, good yeah, morning. How are you? Good morning, <laughs> Mickey. Trying to do a Chad I reckon Mick might have had a few Southern comforts last <laughs> night. <laughs> G'day, Chad. Fire away, footy last night. Oh mate, I was listening to it on the radio, and um, yeah, it's good to see the D's get up. But um, I reckon a couple of cat supporters will be having kittens this morning. Oh, <laughs> not bad. I like Chatty. what you did there. Hey, what would you do if you were Geelong, mate? Are they uh, are they at the tipping point right now? Uh probably not. No, nope, keep going. Plow on again. Nah, nah. Right. So some of the players will be 40 soon. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, well, Tom, Tom Brady's still Tom 40. Brady. Yeah. Yeah, did you watch 50. that yesterday, Mick? Oh, mate. And he just composed. They gave him 30 seconds to win the game, and Tom said, I'll do it in 15. Plenty of time. Karen, good morning. <laughs> good morning. How you going, guys? Yeah, we're good, good in here, mate. Did you go to the footy last night or just cast an eye over it? No, I just had to watch it at home, unfortunately. But, um, no, it was um, it was a bit of a slaughtering, but... You know, good on good on Melbourne. I guess what they're going through over there. Um, what else yep. can you say? It's um, you know, it was their day and and terrific. Mm. Who do you follow, Karen? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne. So you're into the grand final. Who do you prefer to play? You got Port Adelaide and the Dogs tonight. Who are you licking your lips at the prospect in 14 days' time of playing? Um, I, I sort of like the Dogs as well, actually. So I'm a bit mm. torn, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, probably. Uh, look, I, I think the Dogs actually, but I like Melbourne, but I think the dog. Well, good on you, Karen. But I tell you what, Melbourne are going to have about 70% of the supporter base, oh, I reckon. Like it, last night, it was heavily in their favour. Absolutely. Josh from Gosnells, good morning. Are you looking forward to the grand final? Oh, I am, but um, I just wanted to pre-saint to you. Yep. Um, obviously, Melbourne are in the grand final. I want to push for everyone to be wearing the big freeze 
uh, beanies for Neil Danaher. Oh, yeah. I don't mind the idea. So obviously mm. Melbourne, Neil Danaher. I saw him in a uh, scarf. In a yes, photo oh, it was just a beautiful photo. I don't yeah. mind that idea, Josh. Uh, mate, we'll send you a Royal Show family pass, mate. Thanks for calling in. This motorsport update is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Favourite part of the week where we sit back and talk motorsport with Rusty. And, of course, if you do love your motorsports, grab it at Rusty's Garage on Listener App. It's a fantastic podcast. But I believe there's another podcast, Rusty. Good morning. Uh, Zave, Rick, Mickey, good morning. What are you guys? What is that for Bricky? Can I have some of that? Uh, well, I, I don't think it's legal. Oh, no, coffee, coffee. <laughs> Sorry, caffeine. mate. Yeah. Caffeine. Bring me caffeine. Very good. Another podcast. Um, I, I work on two of them at the moment um, under the listener umbrella. So, obviously, Rusty's Garage I've been doing for years, which I love. One-on-one yep. mm. uh, interviews. I work on another one now called The Grill, which is a... Uh, a panel show around automotive things, a little bit like what you guys do on a Saturday morning with um, an FM radio kind of uh, feel about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm having a lot of fun. Shane Jacobson's a part of it. Uh, we've had Jeremy Clarkson on. Bit of, bit, of, bit of fun. Oh, beautiful, mate. Hey, let's start with the supercars this morning. Who's buying it? Who's in? Who's out? There's a bit of uh, wriggling room at the moment. As you know, these things are fairly confidential, but it sounds like it's moved to an exclusive uh, phase of the negotiations with one bid. So, mm-hmm. And that bid looks like it's the Mark Scaife, TLA, and the Australian Racing Group, which is a very, very strong consortium. The other guys that were rumoured to be in the game include uh, Peter Adderton, who runs Boost Mobile and sponsors a number of the drivers, uh, Mick Doohan, Paul Morris, the 2014 Bathurst winner, and it was mm. rumoured to be tied in with the Brisbane Broncos. Now, oh, yeah. Adderton's come out overnight and said, um, we're out. We've been told that we're not a part of it now. Um, he wished them uh, all the best. He had some great ideas around uh, entertainment and fan engagement for their their proposal, but he says we're we're done. And if anything falls over with the other bid, uh, they won't be able to provide discussions. They are out of it now. Okay, interesting. Last week we were speaking, Rusty, about the the teenager getting Jamie Winkup's drive. Mm. Is there a chance we get to see him at Bathurst later in the year? Ooh. Yeah, he will. He'll be there with Russell Ingall. And um, this is a good story. So they're, they're in a wild card entry being run by the, the famous and very successful Triple Eight organisation. So at the moment, Brock and Russell are testing together, and it's given Russell a chance to really observe this 18-year-old and see what he's like. Now, Russell, as you guys know, isn't a headline chaser. He, he speaks his mind, um, and, and he's rightfully earned that view from some you know, great success over the years in the sport. He reckons Brock Feeney is capable of putting that car in the top 10 shootout at Bathurst for pole position this year. That would be mighty mm. if he can do it. Gee whiz, gee whiz. We'll move to the F1s, uh, Rusty. Ooh, at Monza in Italy this weekend, they're using the trial sprint qualifying format. Uh, wrap your tongue around that one. It actually suits our <laughs> man, Daniel Ricciardo. So fifth fastest in qualifying. Um, I should just hang up now. My job is done. You, you've done a... He nailed it, didn't there. he? Unusual for <laughs> he me. He nailed it. And, and, you know, the great thing here is that they've trialled at the British Grand Prix this year, and they're doing it again, as you rightly point out, at Monza, mm. this this sprint qualifying race idea. So Dan will start fifth tonight. Valtteri Bottas has pole position. The results determine the grid for tomorrow's race at the legendary track, which is up there mm. uh, near Milan. So obviously the McLarens are better suited to this kind of layout, which is great. And just before we wrap up, guys, yeah. a little bit of, a, of an Aussie roundup for you. Beautiful. Young Oscar Piastri, who's our, our Aussie in waiting, our next F1 hopeful, who's been dominating the, the tiers beneath Formula One, if you yeah. like. 
He leads the Formula 2 Series. He has pole position there. Jack Miller was fastest in practice for MotoGP in Spain. And in the second tier, Moto2, Remy Gardner, Wayne Gardner. Yeah, yes, yes. He leads that championship too. So great stuff for the Aussies abroad. Can you give us that first name again? It's it's, it's hardly John Smith, is it? Yeah. Scapiastri is his name. He's a really good young kid. So he won F3 last year. He won another category for Nisast in Europe as well. And he's a part of what they call the, the Renault or Alpine family. And and they they genuinely see this guy as um as a as a future F one star. He's driven some of the cars already. There's not it doesn't look like we could be wrong, but it doesn't look like there's options for him to get an F mm-hmm. one seat next year. But uh, but he's absolutely got the talent for a ride at some point there for sure. Oh mate, fantastic! Thanks for joining us again, Rusty mate. And of course, your two podcasts that you got running these days on the listener at Rusty's Garage and the Grill. Thanks for joining us, mate. Have a lovely weekend. Take care. Have a nice Saturday, guys. Thank you. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. The Dead Set legends have trolled through all of TV, KO, the form guides, and even hit up the North Beach under 10's footy team to give you the best of this weekend's sport. That's right. This is where we troll through all the information that's been given to us by a fine producer, Leachy, <laughs> and we talk about what's going on around the world, around Australia, in the sporting world. Now, Britta, I love going to you because you've got your eyes over every single race card in mm-hmm. probably the world. But where are we going today? <laughs> I, you can say the world too because I was watching Stradivarius overnight over in Europe. Did you find but, one there? Uh, no, <laughs> we we weren't there. We were just having a little just having look, a look. little look this morning, but. Uh, no, big day of racing. Group one action at Flemington. Ooh, yeah. It's the Maccabi Diva Stakes. And this is a horse worth watching. So if you're not doing much today, make sure you turn on for this race because Incentivize goes around in the Maccabi Diva. Now, Incentivize is a horse that has just been beating up on rivals, mm-hmm. been winning by 10 lengths, just mm-hmm. absolutely braining them, and is now with Peter Moody, is the Melbourne Cup favourite. So Ooh. this is first up today. We get a look at the Melbourne Cup favourite and just see how he's returned. Are we going to get internationals to the Melbourne Cup this year? There's a, there's a few in the pipeline, but nowhere near as many as usual. So restrictions aren't hard, it's just less. Uh, it's two-pronged. Okay. Racing Victoria have brought in r- more stringent testing for yep. internationals to come over, so that's... Uh, ruled a lot of them out and again in the world that we live in it's just so hard to bring over their Mm. team their track work riders and everything like that without quarantine and everything so uh, I can't see them having a big contingent here this year Okay, Now Slick Mick you want to bring back the Biff with a bit of NRL? Oh bring back the Biff Now the Melbourne Storm aren't they a bloody bloody good franchise they just don't stop they don't stop last night 40 to 12 winners over the Manly Sea Eagles names like Pappenhausen, Pappenhausen. Munster, they've replaced the Cooper Cronks, the Billy Slaters, Cam Smiths. I've already forgotten them. The new the new wave is in, and they are just Harry Grant, so, the boys, more, the boys, the more um, and some more NRL action across the weekend. The Roosters will take on my old mob, the Gold Coast Titans, uh, in the elimination <laughs> final. The Gold Coast Titans uh, somehow they're in the finals. When I was up there. It was like a dodging and weaving. You would have been the number one to... ticket holder up there, mate, if you were a supporter. They haven't got too many. They haven't got many. Like the Suns, we used to just dodge and weave the back three or four pages of the Gold Coast Bulletin to see people throwing garbage at us, to be, to be honest. So that game is on later. Penrith Panthers and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. That's mm-hmm. the other qualifying final later today. And tomorrow, an elimination final between the Parramatta Eels 
and the Newcastle Knights. Beautiful. If you've got any of that, jump on the NRL app and just look at the draw because Mick just read it out. Hey, uh, the Waffle <laughs> Finals this week, of course, they do kick off. If you are at a loose end today, your AFL teams might be eliminated, but the Waffle is absolutely humming at the moment. It's one of the closest seasons I can remember. So if you are down towards the Fremantle way today, get down and watch South Fremantle play Claremont. Uh, they won by one point last time, South Fremantle v Claremont. I was at that game. And it's a grand final rematch. So that's an absolute rip-up from 2.40 today. Get down there, get a bit of lunch in your belly, have a couple of beers, then wander over to the footy. How's that for so a plan? You've just done what Mick's done, but just added to direction to get lunch. Well, I gave them a game plan. <laughs> you get down to free up midday, <laughs> go to one of the pubs there, you get a palm pubs down there. Couple you of go pots. down to the Sail and Anchor. Yeah, Sail and Anchor. Metro's nightclub. Oh, that's probably Roll open in. then. Triple M, Dead Set <laughs> Legends. Meet Britt Taylor at the footy today. Tap Touch. The race starts when the bet's on. Tap Touch. Better your bet. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1-800-858-858. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. The horses are on the track. This is Brit's Best. That's right, Brit's Best. This is where Brit identifies a winner over the weekend and me and Mick throw together something and try our best. All funds that we do win goes to Lifeline. We're about a few thousand up there. So that's something exciting to donate there at the end of the year. But Brit, uh, firstly, really quickly, Mick, I don't know if you saw Mm -hmm. on the weekend, but um, I saw Brit interviewing your father again on the weekend, did I? You had a winner? Yes. And we weren't on it? No. No, we missed that one, Mick. She's not giving it away on air. Remember, it's our good friend, OBH. I know it was, OBH. I'm not not big on the Taylor stable, not because of Britain, but they've got to change the silks. You're alienating half the the state. with Half to be generous. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah. A quarter. <laughs> now, Britt, where are we going today, mate, with your 50 bucks? Well, I had a dream last night, and in our dream, we won a big quaddy. So okay, quaddy again. We're still on the hunt for this big quaddy. And we'll put the numbers up on the social, so no need to dive into it. Yeah, we're playing a bit of a pyramid quaddy today. We're going a little bit shorter in the uh, early legs. So in race six, we're just one, three, and six. In race seven, four, five, and seven. And then we have to get a little bit wider as we come to the uh, back part of the program. Two, three, six, eight. Eight and ten in the second last, and in the last, if we are alive, we are going to uh, really go home with a few selections: one, three, four, five, six, seven, ten, and eleven. So there's is the quaddie for a today. Pyramid? It's a yeah. reverse pyramid. I was just trying to picture the pyramid because I was no, picturing Zave. Zave is always on the top of pyramid. No, but a, <laughs> a pyramid is skinny up the top and fat at the bottom. Yeah, but I thought I thought we start at the bottom and then anyway. Yeah, it continue. was yeah, good. No, no, good on you, Mick. Good contribution there, mate. Hey, uh, really quickly for the boys today, we're going to go to Mick. Where's Griffith? Griffith. Um, it's uh, I went to a school, um, Assumption College. A lot of boys from country New yeah, South Wales. Yeah. Griffith, Griffiths in New South Wales. Okay, country, so we're going country. to Griffith. Race two, number two, Revelers. What? Yep. Race two, number two at Griffith, <laughs> Revelers. Griffith it's, is where there was a big underworld uh, story back end of the 1900s. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Yep. So someone will probably have that race shot and done. But uh, <laughs> And we're going to have Ollie Wines to have 31 disposals in tonight. In a multi? Yep. Where yep. have you got this Griffith mail? Revelers into Ollie Wines. Put it in the diary. All going to Lifeline at the end of the year. Take it to the bank. That was Brit's Best for Tap Touch. $700 trade-in on selected water heaters when you purchase a new Solar Heart hot water system. And speaking of uh, Nick Lower, we've got him up coming up. We're going to ask him all the hard-hitting questions. Uh, when I did live with him, um, 
Our next contestant is Catherine from North Coogee, who we'll welcome in in a second. But Nick and I lived in Coogee, and Nick got his car stolen from the beach there. So I'm going to ask Catherine oh. some hard-hitting questions if uh, <laughs> she was in the area at the time. So, Catherine, good morning. Hello. How are you going, guys? How is it in North Coogee this morning? Oh, beautiful. Sun's out, and it's just glorious. Yeah, It's a beautiful beach down there, isn't it? Beautiful beach. It's lovely, yeah. yeah. Have you ever yeah. had a car stolen? Mm. Uh, no, 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 definitely not. Okay. No, Have you ever anyway. stolen a car? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not yet. <laughs> good, hey, good cop, bad cop there. I love it, Zave and Brick. Good stuff. Hey, uh, Catherine, so five questions for $1,000 this morning. If you have any troubles with a question, you can utilise this. Well, I'm just waiting for a mate. So if you're having trouble, just call for Mickey's mate and you can use either Zave or Brit to steer you in the right direction. Are you ready to go? Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Okay. Did you watch the football last night? I did. Well done. Very good. Well, you should be okay with this one. Who kicked five goals in last night's preliminary final? Uh, Max Gorn. He did. Unbelievable. Oh, That's what they said for a thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, uh, little gimme, half volley, yeah. cricketing turn. Little net session early. I don't mind All it. All right. Here's a tough one. Actually, it's not that tough, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, name two names. Who will present the Norm Smith Medal and Jock McHale Medal at the AFL Grand Final this year? Yeah, that is John Westfold and Andrew Embley. Cool, Catherine. Go. Yeah. Just got to try dollars. and keep Embers sober till that point of the day. <laughs> yeah. That announcement as well, I'll come back to that. That announcement of Andrew Emily doing the North Smith oh, was didn't that fall on deaf ears. <laughs> yeah. There was about four people there. It was embarrassing anyway. Anyway, we'll move on. Catherine, next question. Who is the new Australian Diamonds coach? That's the Australian netball team coach. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to have to throw it to my mate. Okay. Well, so, way from mate. Now, yeah. hey, before you, ask, before you ask for the assistance of either Zabel or Britt, I'm looking at Zave. He looks bewildered. Has no nah. idea. Catherine, <laughs> I, I, I think if off the top of my head, it has he, this person. It's a guy. And it has a name. No, I'm getting my head shaking. I've got no idea. Okay, Hang so on. Brit, off is, your phone, please. Question again, uh, Catherine. Who, do, who would you like to utilise, Xavier or Brittany? Brittany, please. Oh no. Okay. So the question For a again: thousand bucks, Brit. Don't cock it up. <laughs> who is the new Australian Diamonds coach? <clears throat> Let's count it down, please, uh, Leachie. Oh. Five. You're not Stacey anymore? Oh, it might be. You're, you're dealing you, with Catherine here. I only Stacey's coming to my mind. Mm, Catherine, okay, so, you have to lock something in. Stacey's not. Yeah. Uh, Stacey, I don't know okay. if that's new. Stacey, Stacey Marinkovic. Oh, oh, yeah. That's yeah, ha- happy familiar. To take that. okay. Happy to take that as an answer there. Yeah. Oh, Let's lock that one in. Oh, Stacey oh, Marinkovic. Hang on. Wait, 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 everybody. You're all taking the P155 here. Hang on, on, no, mate. It's a quiz. It's not Leachy's quiz. It's Mick the Master. He's locked it in. Now, yeah. What's the answer? I just cut out there for a second. Yeah, oh, Stacey Marinkovich. Well done, job. Catherine. Thanks. Well Is done. That a trick question. You, wasn't she in. No, so, so she's obviously been you? the West Coast fever coach. Yeah. But now she's taking over oh, as the Australian Diamonds coach. Yeah, so, of course. So, so Leachy, you can. When keep was that punch- announced? I feel Leachie, like. Leachy, Leachy, Leachy. Yeah, yeah, I'll turn these other guys down here. Leachy, can you keep punching the buttons? Because I was about to explain that. Stacey Marinkovich did a brilliant job. At the West Coast Fever, such a brilliant job that now she's our national coach. I'm just getting you to try and drive this quiz a bit quicker, mate. Okay. Question I four. have real sweaty uh, puns question from four, that. Question four. <laughs> hey, Catherine. Question four. Two yeah. questions away, but you're all on your own. Okay. Okay. Last week's show. The next two questions refer to last week's show. Who was the leading WA jockey we had on the show last week? Oh, I'm really sorry, guys. I oh. was not listening last week. Um, Don't be sorry. Are you just oh. going to cost yourself a thousand big ones? 
Yeah. Name yeah. a jockey. Can a jockey come to mind? Any jockeys? Uh, this I could have easily helped with. It wasn't Jamie Carr. <laughs> no. Catherine Sorry, Bad Luck. It was Chris Pan and the leading Metro jockey in WA and across Australia, actually. I mean, so I, he was on I the show he, last I think, week. I think a question around him stumped. Someone last week mm, as well. Yeah, it is. That's not a bit dry on the questions, aren't we? But Catherine, <laughs> we really appreciate you being on. Unfortunately, Thanks you walk so away. Much. You won't walk away empty-handed, though. Will she save? Nah, let's give her a <laughs> family pass to the royal <laughs> show. How does that sound, oh, Catherine? Thanks, guys, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Newtown Toyota.